What's up, everyone? Welcome back to NFL Only here on Spark Talk. And we're a little bit late. We uh, we just didn't have time to do it uh, yesterday morning, um, just for certain reasons. Yeah. But we're here today, and we're going to go over um, and recap week nine. Go over some, uh, you know, again, some pretty fun and interesting news. Some uh, big stuff happening within the NFL. And then, of course, give our players of the week and our top five teams in the NFL. Wyatt, start us off with some news. All right, so the first news actually came out a couple minutes ago. And, yeah. uh Bruce Irving's going to the uh, Atlanta Falcons. Uh, he was previously in Oakland and uh, Seattle. Bruce Irvin. Bruce Irvin, yeah, Irvin. <laughs> but uh, he was previously in Oakland and Seattle, if I remember correctly. He's in Seattle, right? Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. With the uh, Super Bowl team. Yeah, and he's a good linebacker. He's a good, I think, a rotational linebacker. He's not a, he's not the best starter in the world, but when he, when you can get him in like a rotation with the linebackers, he. Uh, he doesn't have to lose his stamina as much. He's mm-hmm. able to go at it hard every play that he's in. But uh, they do need somebody like him, a run stopper, because they're having trouble just on defense in general. Well, and he also has the capability of pat. Um, I can't speak of rushing the passer. Yeah, uh, he's you know he's proven time and time again he can get to the passer, and he's provi- he provided some pass rush for an Oakland team that has had no one to get the quarterback. Yeah, um, and Oakland just let him go. Mm-hmm. So kind of weird. Um, I guess maybe he just asked out, and John Gruden said, "You know, I'm not. That, you know, after the trade deadline." Yeah. And John Gruden was like, "Yeah, no. If you want out, I'll give you out." Um, which hey, works out for both parties, I guess. If you don't want him there, or if he doesn't want to be there, and but this is, I think it's a big move for Atlanta. Yeah, I think. I think he's a guy that can play. He's a really good player in the NFL. And uh, there, you show that they. Even though Washington's uh, whole entire offensive line get injured in the game, they prove they can stop the run. And uh, they prove that's the strength of their defense at the moment is stopping the run. Mm-hmm. And now they got you some add, guys up front. Yeah, now you add a capable pass rusher. So uh, that's going to help him out a lot. Yeah, I mean, he's he, he's an all-around good player. Um, He can drop back and play regular linebacker, outside linebacker, yeah. or he can come up on the line and rush the passers. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they got a guy. I don't know how much the contract was worth. Um, I didn't see um, what that popped up as. I don't think it did. But nonetheless, that's a big move for Atlanta. Yeah. So uh, we'll go on to the next bit of news. And Jerry Jones says Dak is the quarterback and will be extended. Yeah. So, look, if you're a Cowboys fan, I'm sure you're probably upset with Dak. And I'm sure if you're not a Cowboys fan, you think Dak sucks. But I don't know. I don't... Franchise quarterbacks are hard to come by. Guys with the leadership qualities that Dak Prescott has are extremely hard to come by. Um, he has the same leadership qualities that you would see in a um, in a Russell Wilson, in a Tom Brady, um, in an Andrew Luck. Guys that are just, they're about football, they're about the team, they're about winning. But his play the last couple years has not been great. Mm-hmm. It's been up and down. Um, granted, I think he needs a new coach. He needs a, a new head coach. He needs a new offensive coordinator. Um, they need to overhaul the entire coaching staff um, in the front office. And Jerry Jones needs to retire. Mm-hmm. They Look, I don't think Dak is bad. We saw what he's capable of his rookie year. But last year, Zeke was out for a big uh, portion of the season. Hurt him. And this year, I don't feel like they're giving Zeke enough touches. Yeah. Sure. So... And Dak is a guy that needs the run game going. Um, that's just what he is. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know. What do you think? 
Uh, I just think that uh, kind of what you said, like they they need they need a new head coach. Uh, and Jerry Jones has repeatedly said, "I'm going to fire Garrett midseason," uh, which I'm okay with in the sense because you're going to go seven and nine and stuff. Uh, good for them. They're, they're getting like more victories and all that. Mm-hmm. But I, it's just they need to they need to move on from him. It's been way too long just yes. mediocre play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that using the players that you have in correct manners yeah. as well. Uh, they used Dez right at the end of uh, his tenure with uh, Dallas. Yeah. He was a red zone. He was primarily just a red zone threat. They try to make him all this other stuff, and he's not. Mm. Uh, at the moment in his career, he's just a red zone threat. If he goes back to what he used to do, good for him. Uh, but... They just don't use the players that they have correctly. Yeah. They don't. No, they don't. And, and that's the coaching as well. Uh, so, and I don't think, I think, give him one more year. Give Dak one more year. And then that next quarterback draft class is when you're going to be like, maybe we should go out and get somebody. Because you had Drake Fromm in there. Yeah. Uh, losing it a little bit. Uh, you could have, wait, two more years. You have Drake Fromm as a senior. Maybe Justin Fields comes in as a junior, surprisingly. Tua. Yeah, two to, uh, if he proves to be like a legit quarterback. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's some guys in the next couple of years that you could really like really make the case as a legit quarterback. And like I, I agree with you. I say give him one more year. Yeah. I think he's got one more year on his deal. Um, mm-hmm. And if he doesn't, extend him for a year. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't want to extend for a year, then he'll go be a backup somewhere. Do the Blake Bortles treatment and just give him a really low contract. Yeah, a contract you give like a third string wide receiver or something. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much that's what they gave Blake. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just it's it's a weird situation because obviously Dak is not a top is will never probably yeah. be a top ten quarterback. Yeah. But at the same time, he has a leadership. He has this he has this good leadership quality about him, and he can make plays. Yeah. And he can throw the football. It's is he consistent enough to do it all the time? And then they and then the league to win a Super Bowl, you need quarterbacks that can do that. And We've seen Blake Bortles. Yeah. Uh... Their defense is okay. Like the defense is really good. Uh, you like even when they have a bad game, they have a, they force turnovers. They forced a good amount of turnovers last uh, well a couple nights ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's missing Tony Romo as well. I think Tony yeah. Romo helped him out a lot. I think he's Tony really, Romo yeah. is a future head coach in the league or future OC. Oh yeah, I think uh, so too. I think he's, he's doing broadcasting. He yeah, I just think he's doing broadcasting at the moment, and he's really good at it. Yeah. Uh, but I think. Tony Romo knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. and I think he helped him out a lot his rookie year. Yeah, and he's missing somebody oh. like that. Oh yeah, he needs Jason. Jason Garrett's not the best offensive coach in the world. No, and they don't have the best offensive coordinator in the world either. No, it, and they need, they need to rehaul that whole entire side of that coaching staff. Is what no, it's it's like I don't know. It's like Jason Garrett needs to go. We we've, yeah. we've established that, but like you said, it's like when he had a guy that understood football. And, like, in a way that um, could really teach him and help him. Mm-hmm. We saw what his rookie year he did. Yeah. They went, what, 13-3? Yeah. He had one of the better, best um, rookie seasons for a quarterback in NFL history, just the way he played. Mm-hmm. He played, like, a mixture of Tyrod and uh, Alex Smith. So he played, like... Yeah, and he, I mean, he was great at it. I mean, Zeke was running great, of course. I yeah. mean, and then, of course, last year, like we said, he didn't play, you know, he didn't play a lot. He was yeah. in and out because of the whole suspension crap. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that weighed on the team a lot, and it just hurt them overall at the end of the season. But this year, it's like, yeah. Zeke's there. 
It's the the OC and the head coach. I think are the main issue. Once yeah. you get them out, give Dak another year with a new regime. Yeah. Better coaching, um, smarter coaches, and a better offensive scheme, and we'll see what happens. If he's yeah. still a dud, move on. Yeah. It's that easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, people don't make it. <laughs> yeah. So all right. So our next bit of news is. Uh, a former Dallas player that I just mentioned, Des Bryant, he's mm-hmm. the negotiating contract talks with uh, the New Orleans Saints, and uh, good for Des. I don't know about the move for New Orleans at all. Uh, it's a weird move. Uh, they get they get Ted Ginn, uh, unless he's injured or something. I haven't I haven't seen him in a little bit, and I've been watching the Saints game, so he might be injured. Uh, was it Traquan Smith? Did I say his name? Trey mm-hmm. Smith from uh, UCF. Yeah, he's he's really good. He could be a real he could real he could be a really good player in this league. Michael Thomas, we all know what he is. He's a top five receiver in the league. Uh, and they also got Ben Watson, who's probably the most unspoke unspoken about tight end in league history that produces like a uh, I want to say top ten, but probably like a top fifteen tight end. And he has been the last couple of years. Always with the Patriots. Yeah. He's done it with Drew Brees for a while. Uh, so, yeah. Did with the did with Baltimore last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, good for Dez. You add a red zone threat that kind of takes the pressure off of Michael Thomas because there, there's this mythos about Dez Bryant being such a good player, and maybe that mythos kinds of goes to that uh, opposing team and it's like, oh, we actually had to guard him. I uh, may have to double cover him in the uh, red zone. That may leave Michael Thomas wide open. Mm-hmm. Or there's you have somebody like Drew Brees who can throw a great fade route. He can throw any type of pass. Mm-hmm. They, uh, you can ask him to do He can throw a great fade route because we know uh, Des Bryant's strength is going up against the ball. Mm-hmm. And you they kind of need somebody like that to counteract what uh, Michael, Michael Thomas does. Yeah. I mean, we all know Des at the beginning of his career was a top five receiver. Yeah. Um, point blank period, he was... He was a stud. Yeah. Um, and he had every right to be, you know, cocky and confident and um, outspoken about his play. Yeah. But over the last couple of years, we've seen he's just not been the same player. Yeah. Whether you can chalk that up to offensive scheme, which I know people do, mm-hmm. like, oh, the offensive coordinator and the coach aren't good. I get that. We we just talked about that. They're not that great. Mm-hmm. But he he's not a he's not a versatile guy. We've talked about this before, where Larry Fitzgerald was a guy that humbled like humbled himself and said, you know what? I don't have the same speed I used to. I'm going to um, increase the amount of reps I get running different routes as a slot, and I'm going to move inside. Yeah. And that's what he did. And he's extended his career well beyond um, any of us thought he could. And he could probably yeah. play another three or four years if he wanted to. Yeah, definitely. So it's like, I don't know, maybe it's Desmond working with somebody. You know, I, I wish the, I wish him best, um, but I think this is a great move for New Orleans. It does, I mean, it doesn't hurt. Yeah, it doesn't. They've got a strong foundation. You've got a crazy strong head coach and Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not some like weak minded, you know, Hugh Jackson or, or Jason Garrett. Or Jason Garrett that's like I don't know what to do with a guy like like he's not he's not going to go off on that team. He's, no, he's not going to have those. He's he's going to be he's going to yeah. be in check. Um, mm-hmm. He might have a moment, but yeah. moments I don't I don't see because Sean Payton. One, he's just as crazy. Yeah. Two, I mean, he was like celebrating with Michael Thomas when Michael Thomas did the whole cell phone thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure he talked to him about like don't do this in the playoffs, but uh, well, you know what they had a lead. Oh, like, they, two minutes they had a lead. And I was I was fine with it. I was fine with it too. I thought it was cool. It was a nice um, homage to Joe, Joe Horn. Yeah, yeah who was that. a Saints great. I want to say he's an all time great, but he's, he's a, Saint. a Saints great. Yeah, he's yeah. really good. He's a really good receiver. 
But besides the point, yeah, I think it's a great move for New Orleans. Why not? Just add another weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, Office we've is seen, already best in the league. We've seen a huge weakness in L and the in the Rams as their secondary. Yeah, and it keeps leaps been out mm-hmm. a lot of the season, and Marcus Peters has not played great this year. Yeah, he's been letting a lot of people get by him. And the safeties are having trouble. The yeah, safeties are the big issue. Having a lot of issues. Yeah. People are getting past the safeties. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just yeah, it's it's not good for their secondary. Yeah. So if you add another weapon like Dez, it's just another thing because I I would assume. These two teams are going to meet in the NFC Championship. They're going to be the one and two seeds, however you slice Unless it. Unless Walmart botches something in the divisional round. Definitely possible. Yeah. But I would see, you know, I would say most people and all of us think they're going to be in the NFC Championship. Mm-hmm. I would assume those two teams probably think they're going to meet there because they're that good. And I don't yeah. think a lot of people are close. There's a couple teams. But you add another weapon like Dez, I just see it as he can be a difference maker for this team yeah. with the right we always said with the right QB right offensive coach and the right culture mm-hmm. he could be a difference maker and I think yeah. this is a team the Rams I thought he could have been Patriots I thought he could have been I thought he could have been with uh, Aaron Rodgers yeah and I definitely think he can be with Drew Brees who you have him <laughs> he might be the MVP you might have been right you might yeah. uh, might want to start being confident in that pick but um, I am. <laughs> yeah so. but it's, I think it's a good. I think it's a good move. Uh, I think it is. Why not? I say, why not? Why yeah. not add a weapon, a guy that's hungry for a Super Bowl? Yeah. And, you know what they can offer him? A chance to play Dallas, in Dallas later this season. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's that a, was this whole thing too. He always wanted to play him and prove him. So yeah, I think it's a good move. And when we may not, we may not see much of him mm-hmm. or a big impact, but it'll it he'll be a, um, a good help for him. Yeah. It'll be a good, nice addition. All right, so we'll go on to the uh, next bit of news, and uh, this is kind of a shocker to me, but I really like it. Uh, Bruce Aarons uh, will only come back for the Browns. He that's the only job he would consider coming back for. Crazy. Uh, yeah, they. I would say they'd be a playoff team next year if he if he goes there. Yeah, because they get the young talent to do it. He's a great coach. Yeah. Um, we saw what he did, like, right, I'm an Indianapolis Colts fan, mm-hmm. and he was, what, was it 2000, 2012 yeah, um, season, 2012 season, uh, Chuck Pagano had cancer, mm-hmm. and he had to step out for yeah. for pretty much the entire season, um, halfway, like, about, I guess, four yeah. games in or something, and we were not doing good, we didn't have, Andrew Luck was the only good thing on our team, really, we had a few pieces, T.Y. was still young, Reggie Wayne was still there, mm-hmm. a few pieces here and there, Robert Mathis. But besides that, our team was not that good. Bruce yeah. Arians stepped in and took command of that team and really, really helped Andrew Luck, um, I think, grow tremendously his rookie year, yeah. especially being the head coach. And then we all saw what he did when he left, unfortunately. He was the uh, he was the NFL coach of the year as an interim coach um, for us. And then he went to the uh, Arizona Cardinals and yeah. had some really good seasons. Uh, Granted, plagued with some injuries with yeah, Carson but, Palmer. Mm-hmm. But... Nonetheless, he still had some really good seasons. Yeah. Almost on the verge of a Super Bowl. And they just couldn't get it done against the he, he, hot he, Panthers He team. had Carson Palmer a playoff win. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he doesn't get injured uh, the season prior, or the, maybe two seasons prior to that, uh, I think they go to Super Bowl because he, I think he would have had another NFC Championship experience. I think they would have got there. I don't know if they would have got to Super Bowl because that was uh, Seattle's kind of time there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think they would have beat uh, Carolina. It was more about they haven't been in that moment before. Mm-hmm. Except for, like, Larry, obviously. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's why they got destroyed by Carolina. Uh, if he goes to Cleveland, 
they they got that defense. They uh they got a young quarterback he can work with. They got great weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I'm gonna say they're gonna they're gonna probably win that division next year if he goes there. Yo, if he went there, um they'd be a playoff contender. Yeah. For yeah. sure, easily. Um he's such a great coach. Mm-hmm. His all yeah, he takes a lot of risk. Yeah. On his in his offenses. Sometimes a little bit too much. It mm-hmm. kind of it can be a little bit like too crazy sometimes with how much he wants to pass the ball down the field and how aggressive he can be. Yeah. But nonetheless, you've got a team with I think Baker's going to be a fine quarterback in the NFL. I think he's going to be just fine. Yeah. Um, he's had a lot of cr- issues with this, you know, this whole coaching change and the coach yeah. not being that great, and it's just a lot of issues, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you give Bruce Arians guys like uh, Miles Garrett, Christ, uh, Christian Kirksey, uh, Denzel Ward, um, um, Emmanuel Ogba. Um, guys like that around that defense. I know I'm forgetting some names. We got Jamie Collins. Guys around that on that defense, and then you give him the weapons on offense with yeah. Jarvis Landry, David Njoku. Um, gosh dang, what's the running back? Nick Chubb, Duke Johnson, who is a great versatile back, one of the best receiving uh, backs in the league. Yeah. Um, and a pretty solid offensive line. Like mm-hmm. Bruce Arians can work with his team, and I think he would tremendously help. Uh, I think so too. Um, Baker Mayfield. He's, I mean, he's such a smart player. I mean, yeah. he's a guy that Peyton Manning accredits to being a huge part of his early success in his career. Of yeah. Why he, uh, Peyton Manning used to overthink a lot of stuff, and Bruce Arians was a guy that really helped him stop overthinking and just start to play the game of football. Yeah. Um, big thing with Andrew Luck, he just allowed him to calm down and play football. Mm-hmm. And I think he can do the same thing for Baker. I would love to see this. Yeah. I hope the Browns hear this and say, like, oh, it's a guy that can... Well, John, John Dorsey's smart enough as well. I hope so. Because mm. um, I would love to see that. I agree with you completely. Yeah. So, uh, we'll go on to the next bit of news, and it's Leb Bell. Mm-hmm. Still not back, and has until 4 p.m. Tuesday, November 13th, I think, for a... What, what was it? Until he can return. Yeah. Um, or no, my bad. Until is the last time he can return. After that date and time, he will no longer be able to play this season. That is uh, six days. Six days. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. This it's nothing that we haven't said before about it. Uh, he he's lost his word a little. Like he's lost what his words meant by mm-hmm. saying you're going to come back in November and you still haven't come back yet. And uh, it's also and he also lost his word when he said I'm going to come. I'm going to be there in the bye week and he never was. So it's hard to trust somebody when they don't when they obviously. Don't they? They don't value their work, their own word at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I I think he's done in pit. Uh, they James Conner. They're gonna be fine. Uh, it's just uh, it's it's a sticky situation and mm-hmm. all just all around. Uh, at least it's not affecting them. That how it was affected uh, Dallas last year with the whole Z thing with him being in and out of the lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also. Uh, but it's also Pitt as well. Like Pitt doesn't have those type of problems uh, that Dallas does. It's just a sticky situation all around. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. I, I agree with you in the point. Like his his word has lost um, mm-hmm. meaning. Um, you you know, like you like you said, just yeah. oh, I'm gonna be back in the bye week. Didn't show up. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be back this week. Didn't show up. It's mm-hmm. like, like what? When are you gonna hold yourself accountable to getting back? And if you don't want to come back, just say it. Yeah, no. Just say it. Um, and I think the Steelers have already moved on. The Steelers don't care. Yeah. At the beginning of the season, I think it was an issue, and we saw the way they were playing, like, just a little weird, just their minds probably weren't in it. Probably the Love Bell was 
probably getting to him a little bit like, well, maybe we need him, and he's talking crap about us. So we got to prove him wrong. Yeah. And now the Steelers are playing great football. Mm-hmm. Um, they're clicking and on the all de- cylinders. Their defense is clicking as well. Fi- yeah, finally that defense is clicking. Mm-hmm. Um, I may not be out of the running with that Super Bowl prediction. But they're playing great right now. They're playing yeah. really good. And James Conner is playing outstanding. I'm not going to say he's playing like a top five running back. Mm-hmm. Um but and I'm not he's not he's not Lev Bell. Yeah. Because Lev Bell is definitely better than James Conner. But James Conner's doing a lot of things that Lev Bell can do. He I mean he's a great receiver. Granted, I don't think you can line James Conner up as like a true receiver. They've done it a few times, but he doesn't he's not the same as Lev Bell. He's not as good at doing it as Lev Bell. But he can do it. Mm-hmm. And he can tote the rock. I mean, dude can run hard. Yeah. Break tackles and make crazy plays happen um, out of nothing. We've we, oh, we seen that at Pitt. He yeah. was, uh, was it? he's going to be like a first or second round pick before he got cancer. And yeah. uh, then he came back, had a really good senior mm-hmm. year. He didn't play a lot, obviously, because he had the best running back in the league. Yep. Like, second best at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he comes in, he does what we've seen him do throughout his Pitt career, which is carry the workload and be great at doing it yep it's uh yeah yeah hey still is a clicker right now and like yeah. i said i think they've moved past him i think they're saying look you want to come back that's cool you're another weapon you're somebody else we can use and it'll help us mm-hmm. if not we don't care we're yeah. clicking right now and honestly if you're a Steelers player a guy in that locker room and a fan would you want Lev bell to come back with how they're playing right now would you want him to i know he's a weapon but maybe his attitude's not going to be right. He could hurt the team. Uh, yeah. Would and you then, want him to come back? And then, obviously, we know how Mike Tomlin is. He'd probably start him over James Conner. And that would cause a no, uh, whole other bad Actually, issues. I don't think Mike Tomlin wouldn't. I don't think he would. I don't know. Because he's said multiple times, like this past Sunday, he said, um, we want volunteers, not hostages. I think Mike Tomlin's done with Lev Bell. He's done. Um, and I think the Steelers organization as a whole is yeah. done with Lev Bell. I, he's obviously he's not going back there next year. Yeah, they should have traded him. Is what they should have done. Because now you're not going to get anything out of him. They should have traded him to the Jets. I think the Jets were a spot that would have given up a lot, or even my Colts would have. Ah, well, Chris Bowers is a smart guy. He probably wouldn't have. But still, you could have gotten some uh, something for him. Mm-hmm. And instead, you know, he's probably yeah. just going to walk for free. Which you know, it is what it is. But yeah, uh, just uh, yeah. I don't know. It's a weird situation. He know. at the beginning of the season, he was kind of uh, like, "Oh well, they need Love Bell. James Conner's doing good, but you know." And I agree. Like, sit out if you don't feel like you're getting your money. If you feel like you owe, you deserve more, and you feel like they're they put you in a situation where you almost take, like he pretty much takes more than half the percentage of the offense on that team when he was playing. Yeah. As crap ton of carries for no reason when they had James Conner and they'd never spell him. Mm. Um, played a lot as a receiver, um, just like Antonio Brown and Juju, and just he has a he has a high risk for injury. So I, so again, I support him sitting out, but at the same time, make a decision. If you want to come back, come back. If not, just sit out. Yeah, I don't have a problem with you sitting out, but don't be wishy washy about yeah, it. Yeah, this is the problem with the franchise tag as well. This is why yes, it shouldn't. I hate it, it. That's why it's, it should never exist. I hate the franchise it's tag. It's stupid. It, it's bad for all parties involved. It's too much drama for a team if a guy sits out. Mm-hmm. Guys lose money if they sit out. Guys lose another year of playing if they sit out. It's just stupid. Yeah. 
Um, and then if you got to play, you're playing for an organization that may not want you or you don't even want to play for, like Kirk Cousins was in. Yeah, and most of the time they just have you for jersey sales or just that money that, oh, they have this player, so we're going to put on TV. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. I don't know, man. It's, yeah, it's a weird it's, situation, but I think hopefully soon yeah. it'll just resolve itself because yeah. I'm kind of getting tired of the news myself. <laughs> All right, so uh, we'll go into the slating games and our okay. Thursday night game was a blowout. And we'll, we'll touch up on it a little bit. We're not, we're not going to go too deep into yeah, it. Yeah, it was a blowout, but... Yeah, uh, but Nick Mullins, give him props, uh, had the... I think what every stat person saying, he had the best debut uh, out of any San Francisco quarterback in history. So, good, good for him. And, this yeah. is, and let me say before uh, we talk a little bit more into it, this is the last battle of the Bay, for now at least. And uh, because uh, Oakland's moving to Vegas in a couple years, mm-hmm. so it's the last battle of the Bay. So uh, it's also that as well. That's probably why I was on. That's probably why they didn't change it yeah. on TV. Um, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who this Nick Mullins guy is. Uh, I would. My guesstimate is it's probably just a one-hit wonder type of thing. I don't think he's gonna duplicate that. But hey. Maybe they struck gold. They found yeah. they found that next great QB. Who knows? It's one game. Let's not get crazy about it. Yeah. But it was a great game. And like you said, we got to give him props. And the Raiders are just abysmal. Um, uh, yeah, Derek Carr can't get anything going. I saw a, I saw a tweet. Uh, I forgot who it was from. Was it was it Ian Rappaport or Adam Schefter? One of the two. Um, it might have been somebody else. But two years ago, just think about this. Two years ago with the Oakland Raiders... They were a young, up-and-coming team on the verge of a Super Bowl. On the verge of a Super Bowl. Granted, that if you really look back at that 2016 season, how did their season play out? Pretty much all of their games that they won, minus a couple, were decided by like seven points or fewer. Last possession, field goals, or touchdowns. Yeah. That's how those games were decided. The last year was the same thing? Last year, but they couldn't pull them out. Yeah. That was the whole issue. They couldn't pull those games out. It still went, was it 7 and 9 or something? Something like that, yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, it's just weird, man. Like, you see this dichotomy of, like, oh, well, they were supposed to be this great team, but, like, were they really great? Were they really up, Were they really an up-and-coming team, or did they just have a really good season with a quarterback that a lot of, you know, is he, is he, good, is he as good as we thought he was going to be? Is he as good as we thought he was? Derek Carr. Yeah. Do you think? I think he needs to get out of that situation, and so we can evaluate him more. I think. I think. Dallas. No. New York. Nothing. New York. New York or Jacksonville will give up a lot of picks. Well, I mean, a lot. They give up a lot of picks for uh, somebody that has proven himself to be a really good quarterback, and uh, and last year we can put like a little asterisk on it. Because he had that spine issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing that Tony Romo had, but he came back after one week. Instead Stress of, fracturing his, yeah. Yeah, and instead of staying out the whole year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously this year with uh, John Gruden, they're just not gelling together. And the, oh locker room, the locker room doesn't like him. I know John Gruden had that whole thing of like, I've got guys wanting to play for me. i got guys calling me, wanting me to play for me. Like, shut up. Like... I, Maybe that's the case. Maybe you've got a few guys that want to play for you. That's cool, and I'm sure there are. But dude, like, it's just he's just making weird moves. Like, 
You know, we all know about the Khalil Mack trade, the Neymar Cooper trade. Like, look, that's awesome. You've got three first-round picks. Two of those picks are going to be probably 15 and higher. Yeah. So. And my, outside of your pick probably being a top-five pick, you're not going to have great first-round picks. Granted, you can still get good players. Yeah. That's fine. Or you can trade those two and move up higher. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can do that. That's cool. But oh, no, they, they you still got to hit on those picks. You had good players. Mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't get it man like and they're moving to Las Vegas and it puts everything on those picks too as well that you have to get these picks right. Yeah. If you don't then uh yeah. And we obviously can tell John Gruden's playing the long game. He's got a 10 year deal, 100 million dollars. He's playing for the long game. He's yeah. playing for the future. And he's been adamant. I think what was it after they lost, he was like we're going to build a, a championship um like a championship team. contender uh, yeah. contending team. Yeah. Or something along those lines. That didn't sound right, but yeah. something along those lines. Building a championship contender is basically what he said. I mean, look. Maybe he wants to build the team the way he built it with Tampa Bay. Yeah. With strong, strong defense. Maybe he drafts an Ed Oliver, a Nick Bosa, a Devin White. Yeah. Quinn, uh, Quinnen Williams, a guy that uh, is really, really good at uh, interior D-lineman from Alabama. Or Josh Allen. Or Josh Allen. From Kentucky. Not the quarterback, but... The, uh, yeah, from from the UK, de- the really de- good defensive end from from linebacker, yeah, outside linebacker, yeah. Who can play? Who can play in a three can three technique as long as it, as well as a two technique, as well. He can and, and he can draw back in coverage. He can Maybe do everything. Josh Allen, yeah. Uh, he can play a lot of different positions. Yeah, they, he's they good. They could easily get the two best pass rushers in this draft. Josh Allen could fall mid first round yeah. just because he plays for UK. You know the whole yeah. stigma of sometimes. Like granted. Khalil Mack was at uh, at Buffalo, and he was the top five mm-hmm. pick. Yeah. But at the same time, look, he could still drop. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been, you know, he's been great this season. He's been outstanding. Yeah. I mean, he's a monster, he's, dude. He leads the uh, FBS in sacks. Uh, and uh, pressures. He's the yeah. Pro Football Focus has him rated as the number one pass rusher in the entire nation. Um, Which is weird because they got Nick Bolsa at number one overall. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I mean he's I mean he's a beast and it's a possibility too. So yeah, look, there's there's a lot of things the Raiders could do. They've still got to hit on these picks. Yeah, they don't even have to draft a quarterback this year. They can go if they just have another bad year with Derek Carr. Yeah, they or if they want to, just trade Derek Carr away, get picks for the for not even this year's draft but the next year's draft as well, and uh, draft Drake Fromm. They could honestly do that. Yeah, I mean they easily could. Mm-hmm. Um, tank, not not tank, not tank next year, but not just, do great. Yeah, I know. Just don't have Derek Carr on your team. Have a really good pick, and then pick up uh, Jake Fromm, like number one overall. Especially if you don't like this year's draft uh, quarterback draft class, which I'm not too fond of. Yeah, if you don't like him, don't draft. Him. Especially Justin Hubert might stay in Oregon another year. Mm-hmm. I'm really not liking it. I'm really not. Oh yeah, he's yeah he's talking about staying again. Yeah. It's like if he stays, like who do you really got? Drew Lock, I think he's. Overrated. Yeah. Uh, Stidham has. I done like it. him, but he's not a uh, starter. I'll, Clayton Thorson's one of my favorite quarterbacks. Who? Because Clayton Thorson, Northwestern quarterback. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks because he's accurate with the ball. He knows how to make reads, and he has one of the best head coaches in all college football, and uh, Pat Fitzgerald as so, well. But yeah, get back. I mean, get back to the game. It's like yeah, I don't know. Raider, I mean, or getting back to the season, really, the Raiders are just abysmal. Yeah, um, they really are. Obviously, it's kind of clear they're tanking. It's kind of clear that John Gruden's building for the future. I get it. 
I understand it. Um, and we'll see. Like, I hope he can pull it off because it's cool when the Raiders are good. Mm-hmm. Two years ago when the Raiders were good, it was fun to watch. Yeah. Like, it was fun to see that fan base, that franchise, and that city um, just have a good time. It was yeah. fun. And for the 49ers, I mean, I'll ask you this real quick before we move on. If Nick Mullins plays well this season, like, say, like, that debut was not a fluke and he ended up playing really well and he gets him to, like, 6-10. and 10. I trade him or seven and nine. I would trade him. Do you trade him? I trade him. Or well, you paid all, you paid Jim G all that money. Nobody's gonna take that contract. Uh, Maybe somebody might. We'll trade him to Oakland. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, but they 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 paid they literally got the minimum. They paid, they traded away a draft pick last year. That was a, a second round draft pick last year. That's true, and I think Jimmy G's good. I think he's gonna be fine. Uh, uh, it just he just needs to stay sucks. healthy. That's his main issue. He injured his shoulder with New England. Yeah, in the they first had, couple games he got injured. And then this he, year, early in the season, tore his ACL. Can you stay healthy? That's the thing. You know, and if I say you keep Nick Mullins. Keep him. Hey, why not? Hey, if he does good this year, kind of like uh, the Colts with Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett showed enough last year where it's like build a team around him. He could be a franchise QB. Yeah. Keep him this year. If Andrew Luck is not good, or obviously we've seen what Andrew Luck has done. He's been outstanding. Yeah. But if Andrew Luck is hurt again or gets hurt again, you got your backup. I'd say keep him. Um, but it'll be interesting because if he ends up playing well this season, you've got a guy you're paying one of the highest in NFL history that and never had experience, hardly has had any experience in the last few years playing football. Um, and a guy maybe that – Ends the season hot. Maybe he ends the season the way Jimmy G ends. J, uh, Jimmy G ended the season last year. They would go nine and seven. What would happen? Uh, they they had to throw out the playoffs if that happened. <laughs> what would happen? I don't know. Um, I think it'd be fun to watch though. We'll keep an eye on the Forty ers Just see if Nick Mullins does well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it'll be fun. Yeah. All right. So we'll go on to the next game, and uh, it was. Uh, oh, it's, it's the Sunday game. Obviously, it's Pitt at Baltimore. Mm. And, uh, yeah, just start Lamar Jackson. Give him a shot because this team doesn't look like a playoff team at the moment. No, not offensively, no. No, uh, Joe Flacco looks like he has nothing. Like, he he doesn't care at all. Mm-hmm. Like, he, somebody of his arm strength is underthrowing people that much. It, he yeah, doesn't care. He doesn't about. care. He doesn't care at all. Uh, he, he just got the money. That's all he did. He got the money and he stopped playing. Just put in Lamar Jackson. John Harbaugh is a really good coach, in my opinion. He's one of the better coaches in the league. Uh, yeah, he's got sure. a quarterback that doesn't care, who has the Jay Cutler mentality. I got my money, so I'm not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just that type of mentality, and it kills teams. Yeah, it really does. Uh, Jay Cutler would always start the season like really high. Uh, we don't like as a Bears fan. I think we all know this. We always go like maybe like five and three, uh, four and one. We used to go. We used to do that back in the early six and two, or early something. yeah, two thousand tens. So, and then he just like kind of fl- he got the money, and then like at the end of the like midway through the season, he just fluttered out mm-hmm. because he stopped caring. He got relaxed, and Joe Flacco has done the same thing the past three to four years. What just, are they? Are they have they lost three in a row? Yeah, they lost three in a row. They were four and two to start, right? Yeah, they lost to New Orleans, Carolina. And Pitt, which are all three top ten teams. Yeah, for yeah. Uh, but it's still a situation of like you should be winning these games. Uh, obviously, Justin Tucker missed the extra point, 
which it's it, <laughs> his it it's his first ever. Uh, it was bound to happen, especially with the field goal being pushed back. It just so, sucks that it happened in that moment. Yeah, uh, whatever. They got decimated by Carolina. They, Carolina's legit. Yeah, they destroyed them. <laughs> Carolina's legit. Uh, <laughs> I think they play New Orleans this week. No. They don't. Is it this week? Yeah, it is this week. Who plays New Orleans Carolina. I don't oh, Carolina. No. No, they no, play they, play, they play uh, Pitt, Pitt tomorrow. And that's yeah. going to be a fun game to watch. <laughs> But I guess what they played in this. No, they didn't play them. They played them yet, I don't think. Have they? Yeah, they played them. I don't know. If they haven't played them, they get like five. So they're gonna be playing like in a short period of time. Yeah, I mean that's what a lot of they. That's what they do a lot. Oh yeah, they played two out of three weeks. So they like they play week fifteen in Carolina, and then the last week of the season, week seventeen, they play New Orleans in New Orleans. That's going to be fun. That's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. But I, I guess what they played each other right now. I mean, going back to this game, though, I agree with you completely. Yeah. And I agree with Skip Bayless when he was talking about you see Lamar trot on the field to run a gadget play, and we all know he's capable of more. Mm-hmm. Like, granted, look, me and you are both adamant before the season started. He's not ready. Mm-hmm. He's not ready. Give him a year. But at least, like, he does the little things right. He knows how to make reads. Mm-hmm. Uh, we I've seen that a little of all the time. He's always meant a good reach. It's just been like his footwork's been off. He's been over like that's the main thing. His mm-hmm. footwork be off, and he overthrow or underthrow somebody. Uh, and this and this yeah. And this team for the Ravens has weapons. Yeah, it does. Michael Crabtree, John Brown, uh, Willie Sneed. Um, what's that guy's name? Is it David Moore? We talking about that return specialist that you said they benched. Chris Moore. Chris Moore. My bad. Chris yeah. Moore. I mean, he he's went up and good. got a. He's an athletic guy. Got up and uh, yeah. can go up and get the ball. We've got really good running backs. Now with Ty Montgomery being a versatile guy mm-hmm. um, with a three-headed monster back there. And you've got a solid offensive line. And John Harbaugh can go deep into the playbook with Lamar. He can't do that with uh You can't do that, He can no. show that he wants to because he does it a lot. Uh, he, he'll do it just like in weird times in the game. Like he'll bring him on like second and six yeah. in the middle of a drive. Like why you bring on Lamar Jackson here? Just do that in the first of the drive. Yeah, it's like... You can show he want. You can tell he wants to do it. Yes, yeah, and he shows it's like, it too. Uh, he brings him in a. He's been bringing him in a lot more in yeah. the recent weeks. It's like a lot more gadget plays. A lot more. Let's see if we can pass it down the field or see if he can run it and get us something. And he's he's been okay, but you limit him when you just use him. You use yeah. him like that because you don't you don't know snaps. And Joe Flacco's not played well these past few weeks. No, he hasn't. Um, not he's played, played great at all. And like you said, like we were watching on Sunday, and he was skipping balls to receivers and. Or, like, barely getting it to him and not hitting him in stride. It's like... And the old line's not even playing that bad either. It's just no. He's playing bad. No, not at all. And, and like, granted, like we like I was talking about earlier, the Steelers are on, on fire. The Steelers are playing great. Their defense is clicking, like you said. Offense is clicking on all cylinders. They're finally gelling. But I and think, Antonio Brown's not even playing great right now. Yeah, and, and they're still clicking. And, I, and honestly, I think Baltimore should have won this game. They had chances to win well, this game. they had chances. Yeah. And the sad thing is their defense is still good. Their mm-hmm. defense, defense is still... One of yeah. the best defenses in the league, and I still believe they're a Super Bowl caliber defense. I do too. But when you, <sighs> even their weapons are on offense side, the weapons on offense are. But when you got a guy like Joe Flacco who's just not been playing well, yeah. and you're four and five, you get the Jay Cutler syndrome. That's what he has. I I agree. I I say you I say you switch it up. Put Lamar in. See what happens. Mm-hmm. Maybe if it anything, light- it lights a fire under Joe Flacco if Lamar doesn't do good. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Lamar doesn't do good and Joe Flacco's like, well, I'll get my job back regardless. And then it just doesn't work out. Yeah. But, I mean, regardless of the fact, Joe Flacco won't have a team after this year if he doesn't play well with the Ravens. Um, He'll be a backup somewhere. Or somebody will sign him that needs a QB like the Giants or the Dolphins or the uh, Jaguars, some team like that. But 
But then at that point, were they really want him after they've seen after they've seen him this year? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I would just love to see Lamar play. Yeah, just give him a freaking chance. Just yeah. let him play. Um, I wasn't high on him coming out of college. He was a one of the freakiest athletes I've ever seen. One of the most exciting electric players I've ever watched in college football. Yeah. But at the same time, man, like, you know, give him a chance. Yeah. Give him a chance. Just see what happens. Mm-hmm. Just see what yeah. happens. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I, my my philosophy, philosophy has always been, like, the way you learn at NFL is you play them. You have to play. Yeah, you have to play. You can't just sit the bench. You're not an Aaron Rodgers who naturally has talent like that. Mm. And you learn to be Or high. Tom Brady. Well, Tom Brady didn't even have... No, I'm talking about just like Aaron Rodgers in general. Like, you learn to have one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Well, that's... Yeah, it's true and as well. you just don't... Yeah, you don't get that all the time. You get... Baker Mayfield, who's, who's learned behind Ty Rodgers for a couple weeks. Mm. Josh Allen, Nathan Peterman. AJ McCarron for a couple weeks. Uh, who's the... Sam Darnold actually started because he had Josh McCown there, and they traded Teddy. Away. And they, well, they wanted to start him as well. Yeah. But. So it's just they play. I think rookie quarterbacks learn best when they play because they you know to feel what the game is like. Mm-hmm. You, you don't. Uh, they don't learn if they just sit the bench. You can only learn so much. Yeah. yeah. You can only learn so much through your eyes. You have to get out there and do it. Yeah. And you're four and five. You need a spark. Yeah. Please, for the love of God. Start Lamar Jackson. If yeah. he doesn't do well, he doesn't do well. You can put Joe Flacco back in. Yeah. But as long as Joe Flacco's right there playing not great, mm-hmm. you're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. You might go freaking 6-10. and 10. Yeah. So something needs to change in uh, Baltimore for them yeah, to go. Yeah, it does. All right, so uh, we'll go on to our next game, which is uh, Atlanta at Washington. And uh, I was actually shocked by, by this at all. Uh, but it doesn't help that Washington's O-line – Literally every single one of them got injured. Yeah, that was uh, that was like a yeah. horror movie. <laughs> yeah, they, like that was uh, awful. Yeah, they're just. I think on the highlights they're just showing every single old lineman just getting injured. It was all their starters <laughs> got injured. I think except for one. That was the issue they had last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, hopefully, look, I would hope that none of them are serious injuries. That they were just kind of yeah knocked out of game injuries. I hope that's it. Uh, I think Trent Williams but, isn't. He's out for a couple of weeks. He's not out for the whole year. But it still hurts that your whole entire interior O-line is out. Oh, it sucks. Yeah. And, look, I I don't know. It's Washington's a weird team to me because their offense is predicated on power run and their deep – and their, their team predicated on power run and really good defense. Yeah. And when the defense is out there for the majority of the game because the offense can't get going – it's just the same thing as Baltimore. Yeah, they're you know you're not gonna you know, they're not gonna play well or they're gonna be tired. Yeah, and Matt Ryan is playing phenomenal this season. I know Julio finally got his first touchdown. He hasn't got his touchdown and blah blah blah. And there was all these issues at the beginning of the season, but Matt Ryan's been playing great. Yeah, um, especially these past like six weeks. I've been really impressed with how he's played, mm-hmm. and now they're sitting at four and four, in an NFC where this six or uh, fifth spot. Is going to come down to probably between nine and seven, ten and six. They have the capability of doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the, they they beat uh, Carolina early in the season. Yeah, they have the ability to beat New Orleans. They have the ability to beat uh, Carolina again. Yeah, and of course they have the ability to beat Tampa Bay. I just and Cincinnati. They they they've lost their most of their losses have been really close games. Mm-hmm. And I think look, I think. Uh, I think they could actually sneak into the playoffs. And if you sneak into the playoffs with Matt Ryan playing the way he's playing with those weapons, and Bruce Irvin is a huge addition to that team yeah. with the way their run defense is playing, 
and I love Dan Quinn as a head coach, they could be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen even I've even seen things as far as getting Matt Ryan MVP votes, getting Matt Ryan MVP exposure because he's playing that well this season. Yeah, um, he def- he definitely is. And it sucks because like if they had Deion Jones, if they had a uh, um, Keanu Neal, if they had those guys, uh, yeah, dude. Oh, they'd be a scary. They'd probably be. They'd probably be like the Saints. Yeah. They'd probably be like the Rams. They'd be that good. Cause oh my gosh, I wish, dude. I just wish. I'd love to see Matt Ryan win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see Julio. I'd love to see Julio. They should have. Sure. They should have. Well, they, they should have. They got complacent. But like, Matt Ryan is like mm. kind of cementing his legacy. Like, look, I'm not just your average quarterback. I know that's what people have been saying, but dude's been on fire the past three seasons. Um, last season didn't play necessarily as well as the MVP, but these last three seasons, Matt Ryan's really come into his own as a legit top ten quarterback, um, pushing for like a top seven. He's playing phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, and the thing with Washington is like he said, run game. Their offense is not sustainable. Yeah, well, yeah, especially when uh, Alex Smith doesn't throw that often. Exactly. And, uh, you dedicate everything to having Adrian Peterson, a 33-yard running back, run up the middle most of the game. And mm-hmm. obviously they do some outside steps. But with Chris Thompson being out, it's hurting him a lot because Adrian Peterson is now receiving the ball. He's actually receiving back at the moment. Like He's getting a lot of catches that he, should not be, that he shouldn't be getting. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need Chris Thompson back. And I think that would help him out a little bit, especially with the O-line injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he can do stuff outside. Yeah, and that would yeah, yeah. open up stuff for AP. Up the middle. But, uh, yeah, injuries are killing them at the moment. Injuries are hurting them. Um, they hurt them last year. But it's still a winnable division. Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, the Eagles are starting to come on, but the, the Dallas Cowboys are not playing great. And, of course, the mm-hmm. Giants are just not a good team this yeah. year. So, yeah, they still have a chance to win the division mm-hmm. or even at least at worst get into the playoffs as a, as a wild card spot. Yeah. So uh, let's move on. Yeah, so our next game is going to be San Diego at Seattle. And, uh... Yeah, uh, San uh, San Diego. I said San Diego, the Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers at Seattle. Uh, a low scoring game than I would have thought, but a good one nonetheless. Uh, the uh, Melvin Melvin Gordon is a legit running back. Oh my gosh, dude! He is playing yards. out of his mind this season. He's so good. Uh, even uh, Seattle's getting some rushing yards as well. They had 154 as a team. Uh, Who did? Uh, Seattle. Yeah, Seattle's run the ball well uh, this season. They averaged probably. Uh, all right, so this is their average. All right, so uh, I think his name is Mike Davis. Mm-hmm. Uh, four point one yards a carry. Uh, Chris Carson five yards a carry. Jeez. Russell Wilson eight point two yards a carry. Yeah, of course. And obviously their first round running back two point eight. You take him out of the equation. They that is a total of four point eight yards per carry. Take him out of the equation. That's well over like six yards a carry. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's start the. But they also threw it 39 times. Yeah. So, uh, the, I think they need to, for, as Seattle fans, you want to see more run game. And it's, it like, just... Even more, more so? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Russell, Wilson, Russell Wilson almost had a chance at a two-point conversion tie at the end of the game, and then the receiver dropped it in the back of the end zone. Uh, good def- great defense, though. But uh, they're, a, they're a legit team. They're a yeah. legit playoff contending team. Uh, who, are you talking about Seattle? Seattle. Yeah. Um, and San Diego, you know. San Diego. They're, I said San Diego. But I wrote <laughs> them down to San Diego as well. Uh, but <laughs> Los also, Angeles Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, man. I'm still stuck in the past. 
Uh, I mean, they're, they're a top six team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. When Joey Bosa comes back, they're going to be even more dangerous. Yeah. So for Seattle to contend and play yeah. with them the way they played, Seattle's legit. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if they make a five or six seed and make some noise in the playoffs, yeah. especially with a guy like Russell Wilson with that experience. Yeah. Pete Carroll, maybe in his last year or two. Yeah. They're going to be pushing. They're going to be pushing because – I'm impressed with them. Yeah, I am too. And I'm also impressed with Los Angeles as well. Yeah, they're uh, the Chargers. I, I just say they're they're not folding. Uh, they're they're, actually, they're not folding like they did at the first part of the season, and uh, they're not folding midway through the season like mm-hmm. you would expect them because they had a hot start. They're actually playing good. They're winning games mm-hmm. that they should be winning, and uh, they they might make it to the AFC Championship. I think they can knock off New England. I think they can knock off uh, Kansas City. Yeah, I think they can. I think yeah. they're capable of both. Um, I think they're capable of knocking off Pitt. I, I think, think so they're too. a legit team, especially and with Joe Bosa not even playing. And there's what they only have two losses. They're six and two. Yeah, they're a real deal Super Bowl contender. Yeah. But all right, so we'll go on to the next game, and it's going to be Carolina at New Orleans. Mm. Wait, what? That's a that's the New Orleans. My bad. Carolina. Carolina. Uh, <laughs> it looked like a C for some reason. I looked at it. Los Angeles Rams yeah. at New Orleans. I was like, "What are you talking about?" It looked man? like a C, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Los Angeles Rams at New Orleans. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, fun game. Exciting game. Uh, New Orleans had control of the whole game. Yes. Uh, yes, they did. Yeah. So they were dominant early, and they kind of stepped off the pedal mm-hmm. in the second half. Yeah. And um, I'll give it to the Rams. I'm impressed with the way they came back and fought. Um, That's been their story the last couple weeks as well. Like, falling down early and then coming back and winning the game. Well, the Rams are – and this is no indictment on the Rams, though. Um, As they're like, oh, the Rams are bad now. Like, shut up. Shut up. They're still a top three team in the NFL, at least. Mm -hmm. Um, They're better than the Patriots. They're better than the – than the Chiefs and they're better than the Panthers. They're missing key pieces on that defense. Is yes, what they're missing. and the secondary is hurting. We talked about that earlier. Yeah. It's they've been getting um, exposed really bad lately. Mm-hmm. Um, well, pretty much all season. Great, when, you just, when you face two great quarterbacks about the back, it's it, it's, it's going to get show. exposed. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, New Orleans just controlled this whole game. It was more we're the top team, and you're going to have to go through us in New Orleans again if you want to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean. You know, I, it's you know gonna, I really want to see a Brady versus Bree Super Bowl. Oh, my gosh. I'd love to see that. That'd be fun uh, to watch. If you can't give me Rodgers and Brady in the Super Bowl, give me uh, Breeze and Brady. That'd be uh, fun. Yeah. That'd be some fun stuff to watch. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I Bre- think this was a huge game. This would be – they're both now one-loss teams. Yeah. Saints 7-1, Rams 8-1. Mm-hmm. We're going to see what happens. Yeah. We're going to see what happens because this is going to be interesting down the stretch of the because, season. Because uh, they get a uh, – New Orleans has a lot of uh, – they got some tough games. Yeah, they uh they they already faced Atlanta, I think. I think once. Yeah, they already faced Tampa, so they got they four they got four games. divisional rounds divisional four division games left, which is crucial mm-hmm. for uh, New Orleans as well, uh, because especially how close Carolina is, uh, the Rams don't have a tough division, uh, so they're going to win the division. Yeah, uh, definitely. When they play Seattle this week, and Seattle could win. Seattle played them great last time. Yeah. And I'm not going to be surprised if Seattle beats them, especially off a loss. And yeah. maybe you kind of down or you're not focused and you're just upset about it. I can see Seattle coming in and beating them. I can too. Uh, uh, especially with how great Russell Wilson's been playing and how great that run defense has been playing. And their team overall has been playing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
I could definitely see that happening. Uh, so yeah. I don't know, man. It, it was a it was a huge game, it fun was, game to watch, yeah. um, and just mm. Saints are real. Yeah, Saints like if you didn't think the Saints were real before this game, like oh they're okay, like they're real. Yeah, like they could win the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. not just get to the playoffs. Win the Super Bowl. I'd love to see Drew Brees go out in the Super Bowl. Yeah, he deserves, he deserves you asked it. me, it's like, would you think he retired? Yeah, it's like, he, it'd be cool to see him win the MVP, one Super Bowl the same year, and then just go out. Yeah, I... Uh, it would cement his legacy as a, I think, a top five quarterback of all time. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, of course, that memory. Yeah. You know, granted, like, what do we think of Peyton Manning retiring? We don't think of him playing bad. He's a Super Bowl champion when he retired. Yeah. Uh, John Elway, he's a top five QB. Why? Because you remember the Super Bowls when he left. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be that's a good point. That's yeah. a very good point, and especially late. Oh my gosh! Yeah, forty almost or forty years old MVP season. Nobody thought he could. Too small. I mean, dude, you could just see all the crap happening right now. Yeah, um, and they're real. Like yeah, it, it can happen. They're a real team. Yeah. So we'll go on to the Sunday night game, which is Green Bay New uh, New England, and it was not as good as I hoped it would be. No. Uh, no, not at all. New England's uh, good though. Green Bay had a chance to win the game a couple times on numerous occasions. They, I feel they, bad for him. Uh, yeah, they just kind of covered <laughs> up the ball a little bit. Uh, like a couple key points in the game. So, uh, yeah, New Orleans is a real t- uh, New Orleans. New England's a real team. Uh, and they've proven they can beat a... They've proven they can beat a team that is capable of making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually dominating them in that, se- in that fourth quarter. They dominated in that fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason they won the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. I agree with you. And and Green Bay's not going to make the playoffs this year. Yeah. Um, I don't see it happening. I don't see him beating the Bears again this season. I don't see him beating uh, yeah, James Jones Minnesota again. James Jones thinks they're going to go to NFC Championship. Well, he's, he's annoying. Let's get off but, that. Yeah. But they're not good. Yeah, they're not. They're not good. Uh, uh, they've it, got good players, but it's they not, keep, It's not the uh, NBA. He keep making mistakes, dude. Yeah. Mayor Rogers by himself out here. Like, Devontae Adams is the only help he's got. Everybody else keeps messing uh, Jamar, up. Jamar, uh, Jamar Narelle Allison uh, on IR right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, and, yeah, I mean, geez, dude. Yeah. Uh, Randall Cobb's not playing great either. Yeah. He's... Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of change this offseason for the Packers. And as... Mike and for the Patriots, the one. Patriots are just rolling. Yeah. Patriots are playing good. Um, and right now, maybe Kansas City. But I don't see really anybody beating them, especially if they get into Foxborough with home field advantage. Yeah. I don't see anything happening. Uh, yeah. So uh, we're going to our next game. It's going to be the Monday night game. It's going to be our last game that we're talking about, and it's going to be Tennessee at Dallas. We we said most of the stuff already before. For Dallas, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee. They do best when Marcus Mariota is actually running the football. Running. Because uh, it opens up stuff for everybody else. Uh, he he won crucial games last year for him. Uh, the most memorable ones is that Jacksonville game at the end of the season. We ran, got the first down, sealed their playoff spot. And uh, the Kansas City game where he... Uh, took over. Yeah, he took over the he game. He was running. Yeah. Granted, that comes with injury and in that he's been injured every single season of his career. He's yeah. missed games due to injury every single season of his career. But at the same time, like you're right, they're clicking all cylinders when he can run. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about the Cowboys before, and I don't want to really get into that. Um, they're just kind of abysmal on offense. Yeah. It is what it is. We already talked about that. But with the – I was impressed. Um, this is the first game I really saw the Titans play. Mm-hmm. And I was really impressed with their play calling. Um, I was impressed with their defense. Defense stepped up big time. Granted, not a great Cowboys yeah. offense. The defense stepped up. 
Um, they've got real players. Uh, granted, I don't think they're a Super Bowl contending team. Um, I think they're a borderline, <clears throat> a borderline playoff team, and and they don't run the ball great. Tennessee. Tennessee. They don't run the ball great yeah, at all. Especially when Mark Derrick Henry got like five carries. Five carries. Are you? What are you doing? Like I get, he's not running maybe great this season. But like, I mean, did, I mean, did you notice that? I mean, yeah, I noticed it. Uh, oh yeah, I noticed gosh. it every time I like would <laughs> turn it off and go back, just like checking and stuff. Uh, they uh they always had Dale Lewison. Oh like, yes, all the time, dude. Yeah, nineteen carries for uh Deion Lewis, ten for Marcus, probably okay. most of it scrambling. Yeah. But, uh, okay. Six, uh, for Derrick Henry. Six. Okay. And he's right. averaging four point five per carry. Like, run the ball with yeah. the man. He's the guy that needs carries. Yeah. Um, it's it's the same situation with the Bears. Give Jordan Howard carries. We saw more of that this week. Yeah, we did. Um, give, obviously, they give Derrick Henry carries. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, no. And where's defenses out and when like you have he, a big running back like and that? And like you said, like I, like I'll, I'll say this: the play calling was very impressive. Um, I think his name is Matt Lafleur. Yeah. Um, the offensive coordinator for the uh, Titans. For the uh, Titans, he came under what he coached with Sean McVay, and he's oh, he coached with Sean yeah. McVay last year and the year before. Um, he was under uh, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. So he's a smart guy, and maybe he's a guy to look out for as a he- potential head yeah. coach because. Clever play calling with the QB we've both seen yeah. as inaccurate and not great. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens in the AFC South. They've still got a chance to contend. Uh, but they need some help from the running game. Yeah. So uh, you want to go into our power rankings? Yeah. All right. So our – Players of the week real quick. You want to do players of the week? All right. So I th- we have the same defensive. Same so, defensive yeah. player. Oh, you're talking about yours. Okay. All right. We're talking about ours. Uh, we both have Daniil Hunter. Dude's playing outstanding this season. Everson Griffin went out um, with the whole thing. He's back now. Mm-hmm. But Daniil Hunter's taking over, man. Yeah. Taking over as one of the better young pass rushers in the league. Three and a half sacks. Three and a half sacks, nine tackles, three and a half tackles for loss, four QB hits, and a game-sealing um, fumble recovery for a touchdown yeah. off a weird pitch missed opportunity from the Lions. I don't know what was going on. Yeah. He still got it, made the opportunity count, got a touchdown. Yeah. Um, dude's playing outstanding football this season. Outstanding football. Yeah, uh, I'll let you do your off. You want me? You want me to do your offensive real quick? Yeah, I can do it. Uh, Drew Brees. We've talked about him enough. Yeah. Six sixty-nine percent completion percentage, three hundred and forty-six yards, four touchdowns, ninety-seven point two QBR, and hundred thirty-seven passer rating. I don't really know what else much to say. Dude's right now after that game, front runner for MVP. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go a little bit outside the box. I want to say Nick Mullins. Oh, okay. Because it's probably the only one he'll ever get. <laughs> All right. Six, uh, 16 and 22, uh, uh, 262 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, average 12 yards a, uh, a pass. So uh, That's good. That's uh, nice. That's really good. A QBR of 86.9 and a quarterback rating of uh, 159.9. Right. So, cool. uh, nice. yeah. Yeah, nice. so, yeah, he's uh, yeah, he played really good. <laughs> nice. Um, right, let's jump into our top five. Uh, run down the list, five to one. All right, so my number five is the Rams. Okay. Uh, oh wow. Number four is Carolina. Uh, number three is Kansas City. Number two is New England, and number one is New Orleans. Okay. All right. Um, my my top five teams as they stand right now: five is Carolina, four is Kansas City, three is New England. Two is the Rams. I'm kind of shocked that you had them at five. Um, I think they're. I yeah. still think they're the number well, two. Well, they had team. a bad week. We'll, we'll have to see how they bounce back after the loss. That's the only game we'll we see. haven't seen. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. Um, and then, of course, number one, mm. 
best team in football right now rolling. New the Orleans. New Orleans Seven Saints. Seven straight wins. New Orleans Saints. Seven or eight straight wins. I forgot. Uh, seven. Six. Seven. Is it seven? Does seven. it start 0-1? Yeah, they start 0-1. Oh, yeah. My Fitzmagic. But, yeah, those are the top five teams. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, sorry it's a day late. You know, I, we usually get them out on Tuesdays. But we'll, we'll see you guys tomorrow for our prediction show. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, until then, guys, appreciate you guys for listening and checking us out. Um, comment, you know, anywhere. Check us out on all available podcasts. It's wherever at. And uh, hope you guys have a great one. See you. Peace.